Hello and welcome to another episode of The Brave Room. I'm Juan Emeril, your host, as always. And this is Kit, the hanger on. Uh, you, you are a co-host of this podcast. It's just sometimes you go away on training arcs. <laughs> really long training arcs, I suppose. Yeah, pretty much. We don't, we don't know when you're listening to this, so we have to make sure there's a joke about Kit's long absence each time. Because we don't know whether this or the other episode we recorded will come on first. Today's topic is a very special topic. Because we're talking about the game that will follow us to our graves, Genshin Impact. Well, it's always a special topic. But anyway, at this time of recording, Genshin Impact has hit the six months mark. So usually games will have the half anniversary. But because this is Genshin, we get absolutely nothing. I mean, you could argue the Windbloom is probably something to do with their half anniversary. The Windbloom event is ending right now, as we speak. Mihoyo, I try. I tried, <laughs> Mihoyo. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry, it'll probably be like, happy half anniversary, here's 30 Primo Gems. Or worse, 18. And, and also, since we're recording it on April Fool's Day, Hu Tao has taken over the social media platforms. Oh, has she? Okay. Yeah, she has. I like Hu Tao as a character. I love the idea that Zhongdi's boss is like the exact opposite of him. <laughs> Just short, playful, and you know, actually has money. I should really do her story quest someday, but that's besides the point. Yeah, we're basically just gonna be doing like a Genshin retrospective here. So me and Kit play Genshin very differently, where Kit does all the events. Yeah, I'm halfway to AR56 right now. If you don't know, the road from 55 to 56 is about at least 200,000 EXP, so... Yeah, I've been stuck on the treadmill a while. Meanwhile, I am at like a comfy AR30 because I don't do dailies. (laughs) You're 60 Primo Gems, man. I know it's 60 Primo Gems, but... And here's our first complaint about Genshin Impact. It's f- boring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, to be fair, the events are new and the content slowly rolls out. Yes, shiny things. Primo gems. But when it comes to the last week of the event, I just have no mood to try it at all. Like, right now, Windbloom event... There are three more missions I can do for the Peculiar Wonderland. I have given up. I have no desire to do so. I'm wasting the Battle Pass EXP. I don't care. Here's the thing, right? Genshin sits in this weird place because it is 100% a gacha game. Mm-hmm. But it does not have gacha game gameplay. So when Review Starlight has an event, right? Review Starlight's events are all the same. It's one event with a new skin pasted over it every single time. All I have to do is load up my party, set it to auto battle, and leave it for like 15 minutes, and I come back and I've got enough of the event item to get my rewards. That's all I have to do. With Genshin, you actually have to play the game, because it is, you know, it's got that character action gameplay going for it. That takes time, man. I feel like I've burnt out playing it, but I need to keep up with it anyway. Yeah, and that's that's the problem, right? That's point number one about Genshin. It's a homeworld game. 
I remember during the Lantern Festival, I wanted to do the Lantern Festival because if you finished it, you got a free Ningguang, right? Yep. And so I want, I wanted a free Ningguang. Of course, I want a free Ningguang. And then they were like, "Oh no, you have to do this quest." I'm like, "Okay, let's do this." No, you can't do that quest until you start this quest. And I'm just like, "How long is this gonna freaking take?" Because you know, again, unlike Review Starlight, it's not just two missions that I can auto battle. It's I have to run around the map. I have to pick up, you know, core lapis for Zhongli or whatever, and then run to the merchant. It's just so much. Yeah, I can I can see the comments coming in right now. By the way, you know, don't forget two thousand players. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a proper read for that at the end of the episode. That's it, isn't it? It's just there's so much you have to do, despite the fact there's nothing to do in the game. Like I have a thought to post more or less from six months ago, and when I look through it again, a lot of my complaints still stands up, and. I guess to be fair, they do like very slowly update it over the versions, but you know, it's just it doesn't hold me as much as it does for other people. Yeah, didn't they say they would be adding like wandering NPCs? I'm not so sure about that. Oh, was it just a windbloom thing? Never mind then. For the time being, there are more of the playable characters as NPCs in windbloom. But that's kind of about it. Because I think that's the one thing like Genshin could do to boost it. Because Genshin's got that Overwatch thing going, right? Where mm-hmm. it is being hard carried by the characters right now. And the story. Like not the fact that I'm playing is proof that it's more the characters than the story. Because I haven't done shit in that story. <laughs> I started the Zhongli questline, like the the Archon story for Zhongli. And I haven't come back to it yet, all because they made me walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you are being hard carried by these characters, so the game needs to figure out some way to drip feed that better. I mean, they started that with the hangout events. Everyone... Yeah, the, hang- the hangout events were genius. Yeah, dating sim style. Yep, yep, yep. I think my favorite thing about those, those events, if you choose a creepy answer for Barbara, she will run away every single time, and just ends the story, I guess. Yeah, it, it just hard ends her story if you if you say something creepy. Not even an ending. Nope, it just says Barbara ran away. Hooray! Because I play a lot of Persona games, so you know you always have like the kind of romantic thing you can say in mm-hmm. completely inopportune moments. So I was just like, oh, haha. This game's doing that too, and then, goes, and then it says, "Oh, Barbara ran away," and I was like, oh, "It blowed back the." Sp- <laughs> but yeah, that's nice. You get to see characters that are not necessarily associated with character stories, but that's also kind of about it. You don't yeah. see them in the open world still, besides events. Yeah, they really need to fix that, and also because right now there's only four for the hangout quest, the next one needs to be way bigger, I think, to keep uh... people's attention. Because here's what's happening: people are okay with their waifu not being selected for volume one of hangout quests, but volume two, if their waifu still isn't selected, who's gonna be mad? 
I heard Noel was already going to get a second chapter to a hangout quest, but that was that's a rumor, so I wouldn't put any stock into that yet. Oh, I assumed that the hangout quest were going to be a new batch of characters. So this time we had like Chong Yun, Benny, Barbara, and Noel, right? Yep. So I assume like the next batch is going to be something like let's say Sinyan, Xiangling, and Razor. Xinqiu. Razor and Xinqiu, yeah. Exactly. That's that's probably what it's going to be, actually. Hey, listener, if you're listening to this in the future, and they've already announced Hangout Quest Volume Two, and that's exactly the lineup, you know, drop me a message. <laughs> <laughs> the one Stradamus needs to know. It's totally gonna be Razor and Sing Chudo. There's not that many boys. Alas. And I think they're intentionally keeping it to the younger models. Like uh-huh. I think because you notice that like both Benny and Chong Yun are the shonen models. Yeah. Huh? So I think they're intentionally keeping the hangout quest to that because you know they don't want the Voltron fandom to come after them. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey. a throwback to to an episode that's not even out yet. <laughs> or maybe it is. Who knows? Maybe it is. Who knows? But yeah, and I think like the weekly counter on the bosses is like the weirdest thing too. I mean, I guess it's fine because nowadays whenever I log in, I just want a quick way to spend resin. And it's like when after I come back from work, it's all, what do you mean? I already have five condensed resin and have to go shoot down some monsters in the very decent domain to get something nice for venti. I need to do more domains. Like I haven't, I haven't even done Spiral Abyss, man. That's how little I actually play Genshin. I exist just to gacha for my waifus. And that's Rosaria. That's Rosaria. I have been holding it in for the past month, occasionally doing my daily commissions and stuff, and getting the free primo gems, and then just waiting for Rosaria to come out. Like when I say that Genshin's strength is its characters, I really mean it. Because, like, they don't do anything big with the characters, but they do a lot of fun things with the characters. Like the fact that, you know, Zhongli is a god and broke. <laughs> well, Venti is also a god and broke. Yeah, he's a god, broke, and a kusogaki. <laughs> Where he's, like, constantly pestering people into buying him booze. I mean, after you've lived like at least 2,000 years, you would want booze, man. Yeah, no. I thought at least you'd figure out how the humans invented the wallet and get some for yourself. That's exactly, he gets it from performances and then he spends it right away, doesn't he? Or at least that's, I think that's the at least the fandom interpretation. I mean, yeah, what's, what else are you going to spend it on? Rent? <laughs> <laughs> Of the idea, Venti's just sitting in a cardboard box, drinking his booze. He can just probably become a wind spirit and not need to pay rent at all. Yeah, no, that's probably what he does. I like how we're discussing like Venti's living arrangements right now. <laughs> I mean, allegedly, housing is coming for Genshin. Oh god, we're gonna get the FF14 thing where people are gonna be complaining that they don't have a home. I mean, it's mostly single players, so I'm pretty sure we won't do, we won't have housing guild wars. Damn, that's my favorite thing. Like when the community just tears into itself like that, I love it so much. How cruel of you! 
My favorite thing is when they accidentally discovered socialism. Because <laughs> someone was just like, it's not fair, only the rich get to have houses. All players should have houses. Like, we all pay the same sub, why do only rich players get to own houses? And someone was just like, you've just accidentally discovered socialism. <laughs> As an aside, my friend actually invited me to a stream where they were trying to find out the person who placed a table in their guild house because for some reason, 14 does not have a history of people who place furniture. So the ugly thing was there. But I thought it was kind of cool, you know, even if it's just taking up the entire floor. Yeah, definitely. Man, Warframe has clan dojos, which are essentially the same thing. And clans are supposed to be huge. Most clans are huge, they're like 30 people or something. My friend and I's clan is literally just the two of us. <laughs> and we joke, we call it our, our treehouse. We joke that it's a treehouse just floating through space. And our guild hall, like the main hall, people post like photos of these elaborate like halls and everything. Our hall is like barren. It's like one statue. Welcome and, to the crib. Yeah, and they had this event where they to celebrate guilds. And so they were like, hey, you know, there's we've installed something in your guild hall. All your guild members can stand there and you'll all receive a bonus if you do. Like it gives you a bunch of one of the upgrade materials. And so it's this thing that like it looks really good if you have everyone standing around the inner circle. There's literally just the two of us and this bunch of gold orbs dropped. And it felt like that that joke where you have the one party popper. Actually funny that you bring up Warframe because one of my crewmates also said that with how much time you spend in Genshin, when you reach a certain level, like like in Warframe. There's nothing you want to do anymore. Or rather, there's probably the constant grind, but you don't really want to do it. Yeah, that is exactly why I stopped playing Warframe. Once I got the Warframe I wanted, I was just like, I'll play a few missions just for like, because blowing shit up is fun. But stuff like the Railjacks and all, I just didn't want to do any of it because it's too much of a grind. Yeah, the RNG is still pretty awful in Genshin. Everyone who at AR45 and above knows the artifact grind. It's painful, it's real, and you're forced to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Genshin and Warframe are actually way more similar than people give it credit for. But like, hey, Genshin got a login bonus through the forums. If you haven't gotten it already, please remember to check it. Wait, they did what? They have a login bonus, but you need to do it through the forums. You know what Warframe's login bonus is? What? If I ignore Warframe for more than two weeks and I come back in, they give me 75% off of their premium currency. Wow. But the thing is, nobody seems to stop playing Genshin long enough for that to happen, so... Yeah, well, you're not supposed to do that for Warframe either. It's just people notice that, hey, if you're gone for too long a time, like Warframe always tries to suck you back in with discounts. Well, there is that comeback thing for Genshin, but I didn't do it because it's on the account on another server and I don't care for it. Yeah, pretty much. 
Is there anything else we want to complain about Genshin? I think this is the most fitting, like, half-year half anniversary Genshin could have. <laughs> we spent a, a sizable amount of time talking about other games <laughs> <laughs> and how we wish Genshin could be more like them. I mean, there's really a lot they could still improve. Like, I had a checklist compared to my salt post. The game still takes up quite a lot of time for the effort you put in and it's not that you get the results very obviously because the RNG is garbage. The currency give out is garbage. The resin is garbage. But they increase the cap, so there's that. Hey, it's 40 points less garbage. Then, to be fair, the daily login is kind of there even if it's not through the game itself. But obviously, I'm not going to hope for more Primo Gems. Then open world events are still kind of out there. Because besides the seasonal events, I see no reason why you want to explore the world unless trying to upgrade something forces me to do so. Yeah, I feel like once you hit AR25, you have no reason to explore. I mean, you have the reputation stuff where it requires a certain amount of exploration level and also the geoculars for stamina and that kind of jazz. But none of that is like mandatory. I feel like once the magic of Genshin wears off, oh my god, look at this huge world. You're just like, I'm just gonna teleport. Where do I go next? Oh, here? Yeah, cool, teleport. There was one thing that I complained about in the post that did happen, which is raising and lowering your world level. But you're only limited to doing every 24 hours, so like, uh, okay, I guess. It's, it's oh, there. Cool, I can use it to farm ascension materials now. Thanks. Because there's no way I'm going to kill a, you know, world level 3 geo hypostasis and then break it down into the basic material. It's like, hell out of here, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'd way rather just lower my level than bully a freaking cube. <laughs> Isn't that more like the boot cube is bullying you? No, because I'm lowering my world level. Because remember, assuming God hates me just a little less and I get Rosaria, I'm gonna need like those basic cryo ascension materials. Ah, uh, that's the flower, not the cube. I don't know, I just said geo cube because, you know, that was the first one off the top of my head. I hate the geo cube myself. I hate it too because, because geo characters are just not fun. <laughs> Hey, 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 Alberto and Zongli are really good, okay? They're good, but here's my problem. I think we've mentioned this on a previous podcast before, but I have too many casters in my party. <laughs> I mean, they're not casters. One's a sword, one's a polar. No, no, no. I'm saying this is my experience. Uh. My unique experience. I have too many casters in my party. My party right now is Lisa, Sucrose, Barbara, and Ningguang. Ah, uh, that's not going to kill the queue. No, actually, Lisa can, like, when the the cube's not in its, like, geo-only phase, Lisa makes pretty short work of the cube. The combo is Lisa, Sucrose, Barbara, Lisa. And then you get a pretty big damage boost off of that. Because Swirl from Sucrose will give Lisa attack up, and then so you have Barbara to apply the wet status, and that stacks damage even more. Nice. Yeah, but it is not a fun way to play that game. <laughs> That's why I'm hoping for Rosaria to come out. Then I'll actually learn how to play Genshin. Now that I'm looking at my post, is like the constellations. They haven't given out a free character in a bit. 
and even if they do, that's just the one without constellations. So it's. Uh, you know what uh, they should do? They should have like a week where all characters are double. If you pull a character, it is a, the C1 version of that character. Nah, that won't make them money. No, but you see, that's the secret. That's the secret of how you get people addicted is you have to occasionally give them rewards. I mean, it's, for me, they wouldn't do it because people already give the comic credit card fraud over again shit. And that's, that's the second reason I want them to do this, right? Is because those people will be so mad. They'll be so mad when they do this. God. <laughs> I can't wait. can't wait to see it on Facebook. You just want to watch the world burn. I do. I do just want to watch a bunch of gacha addicts lose their minds. It's going to be so good. Okay, for context, guys. So, the Rosaria trailer came out this week. And I've been watching comments on it. And every single person has... Like, not every single person. But every now and again, there's a person complaining. Because apparently, they nerfed Rosaria's bust size. From her original model to a new model. And it's not even a huge difference. She just went from massive titty to huge titty. And people are still mad about that. And now just any time a Genshin player would want to throw a tantrum over something, I am nothing but happy. (laughs) It's my only source of joy left. So yeah, please Genshin, do this double week. Please. I want to see it, I want to screenshot all the comments. I'm gonna post them to Scrub Quotes. That's a great Twitter that you should follow. <laughs> also, give more free more gems. Also, give more free more gems. Specifically to me. Also, to me, because having C1 only would be really nice. Oh, I thought you got to C1, I thought. I have C1 Venti, not Zongli. Ah, uh, wrong Archon. <laughs> also, Senora, yeah. Please don't, don't release her yet. Give me some time. She's hostile to you, so I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be available. Uh, I guess. Who knows? Who knows how Mihoyo works? But anyways, I think that's a good place for us to end. Unless you have more Genshin salt to share. Genshin, there's a lot they can improve on. It's For me, it's just really weird that they can implement some of these stuff in Honkai. But seemingly forgotten everything when it comes to Genshin. Okay, wait, yeah, this, okay, this is a great last topic to go on, comparing it to Honkai. Because I think I like the combat in Honkai a bit more. Mm-hmm. The character designs in Honkai are a little better, I feel. Like, I feel the base characters are really well designed, and then all the five-star versions of them are crap. <laughs> They're all just generic mech suit girls. Yeah, come at me, Honkai community. Like, legitimately, the base Rita that you get is the best Rita in the game. Just from design. Every other Rita is crap. But I feel like Genshin's, like, the actual character design part, like how they move and stuff, is just way better than Honkai. Also, the writing. Honkai's writing is, like, early on anyways, because I'm not that far into Honkai's story. Like... It feels like High Rise Invasion, where it's kind of clearly written in an uncomfortable way. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Apparently, Hong Kai's story gets really good, so I could be wrong. Yeah, I know some people were crying over it. Uh, from what I could see, so I like the fact that Hong Kai apparently takes place canonically after End of Evangelion too, because uh the the Asuka event, like she describes before she appears in the world of Hong Kai, she very clearly remembers a scene from End of Evangelion. Amazing. But yeah, no, that's it for our Genshin cast. Once again, we talked about another game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode gets 2,000 players, I'll have to do an audience suggestion. Don't forget, square brackets, serious suggestion. Again, you know, come up with literally anything. Force me to play Honkai Impact Story. I dare you. Double dare you. <laughs> uh, this has been one Emerald from The Brave Room. This has been Kit also from the Brave Room, trying really hard not to overly salt about Genshin. I feel like we were really tame on it this week. Anyways, take care guys. Take care.